Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, the 30th of November. Today, the summer of cricket truly kicks off in Perth. Manly Seagulls back away from any future Pride Round plans and a revolution coming to Australian golf. But first... Tonight, the Socceroos are faced with a defining moment. It all comes down to this. Tonight, the Socceroos take on Denmark at the Qatar World Cup. And the equation is simple. Win and they qualify for the World Cup round of 16. No questions asked. That sounds great. Yeah, it does. But a win might not be necessary. Because even with a draw, we could still get out of the group. But we need France to beat or draw with Tunisia. But if we lose, the boys are packing their bags for a 14-hour flight home to Australia. It's going to be a rough flight. And tonight it'll be about the small things, the inches. So for the team in Qatar, readying themselves for what could be the biggest game of their lives, I present you some pure audio motivation, courtesy of Al Pacino. I'll tell you this, in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that itch. And I know if I'm going to have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that itch. That's what living is. The six inches in front of your face. Now I can't make you do it. You gotta look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now I think you're gonna see a guy who will go that inch with you. You're gonna see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're gonna do the same for him. That's the team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. Go get them, boys. Forget the T20s, forget the one-day internationals. Hell, forget the yet-to-start BBL. Today, the summer of cricket truly kicks off. That's right, today the Test Series begins. The West Indies take on Australia in Perth and there is an absolute green top of a pitch awaiting both sides, with former Aussie opener Matty Hayden predicting a tough time of it for whichever team bats first. Whoever is in the field tomorrow and has a bowl, it's going to be a bit of yip-yah, I reckon, for the first couple of sessions at least. So there's going to be some batters from either side, depending who it is, that are going to be cat on a hot tin roof stuff because both of these teams, as we just said, Australia has an excellent fast bowling attack, but so too does the West Indies. Haydos speaking to Triple M's rush hour with Liesl Jones, Lehman Dobber yesterday, and you can bet that if Aussie captain Pat Cummins wins the toss, he'll be sending the Windies into bat and looking to maximise the Aussie pace attack of himself, Josh Hazelwood and Mitchell Stark. Cummins, meanwhile, spoke to the media yesterday as a happy captain now that former coach Justin Langer has clarified his comments around cowardice within the playing ranks. There's no cowards in an Australian cricket team, not ever. Um, so, yeah, thank Justin for, I guess, clarifying his remarks afterwards. Um, I think he had to think about it and, and clarify it, so thank you for that. But, yeah, we're, you know, we're really proud of the last 12 months, um, you know, how we've fronted up, way we've played, way we've conducted ourselves. So, um, yeah, the players can certainly hold their heads high. Rest assured, there'll be no place for cowards out in the middle today in Perth. 
It was the saga that destroyed a season, splintered a club and ultimately cost Des Hasler his job as the coach of the Manly Sea Eagles. Sydney's Manly Sea Eagles are in damage control today after the club's launch of a new Rainbow Pride jersey backfired. Several players set to boycott the game because of religious beliefs. Manly's Pride jersey was an initiative created by the club intended to promote unity within the community, but it instead divided a club. And it would seem once bitten twice shy for the Seagulls, with Chief Executive Tony Mestrov yesterday confirming the next season any overarching initiatives such as Pride Round or a Pride Jersey will be handled by the NRL directly and not by the club. You'll do as you're told. Mestrov, who wasn't yet in his role as Chief Executive when the Pride Jersey fiasco took place, made it clear the club wouldn't be acting of its own accord next year on any Pride Round initiatives in 2023. Earlier this year, seven Seagulls players refused to wear the club's rainbow jersey in their Round 20 clash against the Roosters. Manly season went into an absolute tailspin from there on and ultimately ended with Des Hazler being sacked by the club in October. Anthony Seabold will be the man to lead the club in 2023 and it looks like he won't have the distraction of any rainbow-coloured clothing to worry about. Golf is a sport that has seen its fair share of change in 2022 with the Rebel Tour Live Golf turning the sport on its head. But tomorrow, there's another big change set to happen. The Australian Open, which gets underway in Melbourne, will for the first time ever be a dual gender event. Now, this doesn't mean that the men and women are competing against one another, but rather that they will take to the course at the same time, with male and female players teeing off alternately. Oh, I see. This year's tournament is being held at two courses, with the first two days of play being held at the Victoria Golf Club and the final two rounds to be played at Kingston Heath. And the model of men and women playing concurrently follows the model of the tennis majors where both men's and women's tournaments are held at the same time. I think that sounds like a great idea. After his win in the Australian PGA Championship, Cam Smith will go in as red-hot favourite for the men's event, while women's world number five, Minji Lee, will be tough to beat on the women's side. Although there is another name who might steal some of Lee's limelight. Kari Webb, great to have her here this week. Oh, yeah. Always brings a crowd. Five-time Australian Open champion and former world number one, Carrie Webb, has come out of her semi-retirement in order to compete at the tournament. Webb is a seven-time major winner, but believes Lee, the current US Open women's champion, has the game to challenge her record for the most majors by an Aussie golfer. High praise indeed. He's hoping we get the chance to see the two players play together at some point over the four days of the tournament. And that is your Fast Fun Here's Sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Brett Thomas will be back tomorrow with another edition of The Scorecard. Listener.